Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Exchange. Uh, and my name is Bob the Drag Queen. And this is Sibling Advisory. Advisory. We've never done it before. We never. Should we do it? Do you know? Can you sing our, our can you like sing our, our advisory song? I haven't even heard it. I'm not listening to the show. I, I can't you don't know the advisory song? I, I I don't I can't like think about it right now. What is it? It's like that's not advisory, that's rivalry. No, it's advisory. No. Rivalry is uh da 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 no, but it's like bon, uh, dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Yeah, it's like oh look, sibling sibling advisory. And it's not like this. What is this? You make fun of me, bitch? This is not the my official account. Well, it is <laughs> That's not what you did. <laughs> Like, I don't have. I'm not great. At, I'm not a great singer. You caught me. But you're just trying to drag me when I'm doing it. But you literally did the same thing twice. Boom. 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 Um. Yeah, I, I like that little song. Work well. This is sibling advisory where we give advice to young queer, mostly I would assume folk, oftentimes queer folk. Why? Well, know what part of our audience a lot of them a lot of them have been like um hey i'm fucking these two guys hey i want to be a lesbian like they're they've been all we had a lot of those I, i'm not saying i'm just saying i don't know what percentage of our audience identifies as queer i don't know how many of them are metamorphosis and how many of them are you know the oh rest of the cast god. do you think metamorphosis is going through a phase uh oh my god like a straight phase yeah um or i mean or a gay phase i don't know well apparently she's not gay that's that's been a, a, oh, right, right, a right. very so large talking point yeah did you see when people were mad saying that RuPaul outed Maddie? You cannot out straight, a straight person. Right? That's not a thing. That's not a thing. And I, and, and, and I got into a little tip. I got a, I, I commented. Someone posted on, on Twitter. I said one thing back. Then they, I was like, you know what? I'm not getting on this road. I'm Ain't like, no back talk. You know I'm is? like, no, who is that? Nikki. Oh. I'm like, I'm not even going to go down this road. It's not a thing. And I just not just stop responding. No, it's you, not. you can't out straight people. That's, that is that is not a thing. It's not. That's we're not do we're not doing this. <laughs> we're not entertaining this. We're not doing this, and we're not insinuating right. that you can out straight people you because can't. because you cannot do that. You cannot do and that. This is the end of that discussion. Really? We're on the same page. Page fourteen. Yeah, fourteen. Yeah, second, second paragraph. paragraph. Oh my god! Look at this bag. <laughs> Kennedy is rubbing her. Okay. Um, <laughs> shall we get with the questions? 
Um, yeah, we, I mean, we, we normally talk a little bit more than this before we get into do the questions. Do we? I don't remember. Well, last time we only talked about... know what the song is. La- you, you forgot we had a song. <laughs> last time we got through, through four, and I want to get through more of them because we have audience ones and we have a lot of written ones, too, and we really want to get to the advice giving. You 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 like to give, like, three people advice. There are a lot of people who want our advice. It's it's about quality over quantity. I think there, we, there's a happy medium where we can um, do both. Quality and quantity. Quality? Quality. Quality. All right, so let's do some audio submissions. Some audio submissions. Jacob, shall we? Hey, Bella I absolutely love you guys. Um, when I was a kid, I, 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 ac- I would say accidentally, but I shoved the handle of a Thor hammer up my ass. And this is a, this is a true story. Because I, accidentally? I was like experimenting and I saw it was my brother's and no, he didn't get it back. But I've had like these anal fissures ever since and i got we've diagnosed heard, like we've had this we did this already because of that really? so I was really like, how should i go about like still like trying to experiment with anal even though i have this thing thank you love you guys first of all when did nick start submitting questions to Simon watcher i think it okay so we're not doctors we are not i am not a medical professional neither am i i want to start by saying that and I want to say, if you're having problems with your anus um, or your sphincter, yeah, I think that you need to go see a specialist, someone who specializes in assholes. Oh, for sure. And there's a big one in New York City. They're like the the bespoke doctors in New York City. They are literally ass doctors. They help a, like a lot of um, 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 gay. What do you apply for this job? <laughs> Gay adult uh, 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 folk. Just, just, just Google. Are you saying like porn stars? Yeah, porn stars. Um, just Google New York City bespoke anal. Just Google those keywords and it will pop up. It, um, it is called the Bespoke Surgical Group. And they, if you are in New York City or in the surrounding area, I really encourage you to look them up. They're like literally specializing. It is their thing that they do. And they yeah. Can- I mean, now I feel like it is okay to be open with your partners about your insecurities, um, if you're going in, I mean, I, you don't want to, you don't want to top you like I'm, I'm insecure about my asshole. But I think that being like there is a, I don't know. Do you tell someone I have anal fissures? Can you, can you see them from the outside? Uh, no, you can't. Typically, you can't. I mean, I'm sure there are situations, situations that you can, but normally they're like right. It's a, it's a little tear right on the inside. So you can't really see anal fissures. You can't really see them. So you need to Sometimes be like. Sometimes you can, but most times you can't. So you need to be like, take it easy on me. Wait, so you're. But even take it easy, that shit will still get, it will still rock your world. Because it is it is a tear in the anal wall. Sometimes there can be a centimeter big or bigger, whatever your situation is. And so as you're putting a penis or a hammer. <laughs> in your, or a meowneur, what's it called? A meowneur. Meowneur. Mjolnir, that's the name of the hammer. Right. hammer. So you put that in there, it's, it's stretching the hole, and it's so painful. Even to take a shit is painful, and shits are soft. But wait, so you have a tear from when you were a child, and it's still torn? Because if you never take care of it, it just, it never has a chance to heal. If you keep on putting things up there, normally you take about... I mean, I, I don't, I mean, this is from when he was a, unless you're 13 and you're writing us right now, <laughs> if you were shoving a Thor hammer up your ass as a child, and you still have the same anal fissure, and it hasn't healed It might yet, be chronic. Baby, yeah, go to the go to the doctor. Yeah, I'll go to a doctor. Yeah, you need, you need to talk, and, and and also when you're when you're having fun with people, you need to be like, hey, um, you know, I have a situation, yeah, going on, and I want to engage in fun. Patty was telling us about this thing that people are saying now. Um, well, sorry, he's telling me and Andy about people who 
don't do anal sex. It only do like oral stuff and everything else. There's like a term for it now. Yeah, well, so this guy on TikTok coined a term they called side. Side. You're not top, you're not a bottom, you're a side. side. And like you just don't do um, anal. So that's also an option to explore that. Explore just doing oral stuff and really perfect your craft doing other things that are not anal. You know, or, or only top. Top and bottom get, is, is you know. making its way outside of just um, gay men. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, a lot of people are using the phrase top and bottom as they're starting to explore what what, what they want to do with their partners in bed. Yeah. You know? So, it is 2022. The possibilities that analysts do not think of sex as so black and white as just bread and cheese. There are so many things. You can have a turkey cheese sandwich. You can have a ham and cheese. You can have some provolone up in there. You can have some switch. Girl, there's so You many can options. have a hammer. You can have a hammer. In your anus. Yeah. Uh, but good luck with that, babe. And keep us updated. I want to know how these fishes... I want to know if they're chronic. And I would try to go with smooth... Not even smooth. Anal toys. If you're going to start doing stuff, like down the line, once your fissure is healed, stick with... I, I'm imagining the hammer has ridges on it. No, so, but even poops hurt a fissure. I'm just saying, once your fissure has healed, mm-hmm. again, not a doctor, it just seems smarter to if you because he wants to put stuff in his butt. He's saying, I want to put things in my asshole. Well, he also said it slipped in there, which I'm like, how does a hammer slip in there? You're just hanging out. You're both having drinks. <laughs> Neonorus leans up to you and is like, you know, I know Thor. Um, I would stick with smooth toys. Yeah. And. Dicks tend to be relatively smooth. For sure. Relatively. Good luck, bud. And lots of lube. Lot of lubrication. Never enough lube. Yeah. If you if you put a lot of lube, you do not put enough. Put just a little more. You know when I go to get my eggs uh cooked at a restaurant, I always say, they go, How hard do you want your eggs cooked? And I say, cook them until you're like, this is too hard. No one will want to eat this. And then leave them on for another minute. And then I'll be happy. (laughs) Yo, you don't like a runny yolk? I do not like it. I don't like it either. I don't like I don't like wet eggs. I don't want them to be wet. Fluffy, oh. not wet. Got it. Got yeah. it. Got it. All right. Uh, play our next one, Jacob. Please. Please help. So I'm 19. I'm moving out for the first time. And mm. I'm moving in with some friends. But I've started to develop some really strong romantic feelings for one of my friends. Girl. Girl. What do I do? Okay. I. This is a... Very, very red flag. Do not move into some, do not move into and share a space with someone that you're, like, tackle that before you move in together. Because what happens is, yeah, move in together, then you express these feelings to him, and they're like, bitch, no, I'm not interested. Absolutely not. You're going to feel some type of way. And then then you're forced to live with, with this person for at least a year. Most leases are a year. That is going to create animosity, resentment. That is not a healthy situation to put yourself in. And also, it, it is not good. If you have these feelings, confront them before you move in. Do not wait until you tra- entrap this person in a, in a lease for a year. I think that is a bad decision. I mean, I don't know what your how you handle things, but I know that I am capable of having someone not be into me and then we, I can be around them. Some people cannot be around people who have rejected them. I know that I can. Yeah. So maybe I have to figure out how that works for you. Also, part of me is like, honestly, Mary, like you're 19. And I, I'm not discrediting the love of 19-year-olds, but I also kind of am, to be honest, and I don't feel bad about it. Like, who you love at 19 is more than likely... It's probably not going to last. Probably. Not only that, roommates you have at 19 are more than likely not going to be your roommates very, very far down the line. They're not. But so both of these. So like if if you and this person don't make it or you just get a different roommate, you'll be fine. Just get get another roommate and just kind of like talk to them. And if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. Like it'll be fine. I say do not wait until you like you imagine like you're like, oh, yeah, I'm so happy to be roommates. They too. I want to fuck you. 
I love you, I and I want you to more fuck than me. just fucking. I think it's more I, 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 obviously I'm being a little hyperbolic, Bob. Like imagine that that's too much. I feel like just just, just tell him. Like just throw a little something out there. Be like, you're really cute. Maybe like we should go go out to the movies together or something, or like get some drinks. Yeah, I think it could be potentially um, hazardous to your um, living situation um, if you can't if you don't handle rejection well. Um, and that being said, again, I think that like just get different roommates. Like you're 19. There's a lot of people yeah. who can't afford to live uh, alone who need roommates. Um, so like be roommates with some of them, yeah. go online, go on. I mean, I found roommates on, I don't think people do, people use Craigslist, Craigslist anymore. Back in my day, we used to use Craigslist. How do you find roommates then? Facebook, Instagram, honestly, your normally school send out a list of people well, back when I was in school, four years after you. Back when I was in school, they used to send out handwritten letters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's person, y'all gonna be living together. They're gonna be bringing people home to sleep with them or whatever. And you're gonna be like, damn, that could have been me and that could be your back in your mind. I know that that's how I'll be a little bit. So I would just not do that. Quick, can I do a quick side tangent? Yeah. Did you hear about the guy who got uh, rejected from Juilliard and now he's like a huge celebrity? Yeah, because they did like a, a TikTok, did the whole thing. And then inside, and then inside, inside edition, the New York Times. I know. He has a modeling contract now. A modeling contract? Yes. That is crazy. For Ju- what was he going for? Acting work. Was he, he cute? Is he cute? I mean, he, I, I guess he's 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 traditionally attractive. I'm not trying to smash, but, but he's, so he's cute. Why you like? Why you can just say yes? He's cute. You're like mm, because I guess. Cute, because cute is subjective. I'm trying to give context. So you don't think he's cute? But you think he's attractive? He, I think he's traditionally attractive. So that's not cute to you. He's he's what people call a cute guy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But you wouldn't call him that. I don't want to smash Alice Weber. So you don't. So you don't think he's cute? Just say yes or no. You can. Someone can be cute. You don't want to have to want to smash them. Okay, that's what I'm saying. Just, is he cute? Yes or no? Good. I said I don't want to smash him, and he's traditionally attractive. <laughs> but he's traditionally. Too- <laughs> so is he cute? Yes, he's a okay. cute, he's a cute person. But okay, like, I'm not trying to like get it in with Alice Weber. Okay, or Axel, whatever the fucking name is. Oh, he is. He look crazy. He's like a little monkey person. So anyway, he got. And then, like, all these people came, like, all these huge celebrities and massive things were, like, coming out being like, it's okay. Like, you don't feel bad. And then, and and he's, the whole thing, he's, like, living in this, like, tiny little apartment in, in New York City. I think I saw his, yeah, I saw his TikTok. Video. He's like, this, he's like, this is what it's like to I saw that. eat I saw cabbage that. from the street. Yeah. Or make ramen and stuff. He looks like, if y'all know, you know what, your recess? Yeah. He looks like the kid, there was, like, a crazy kid in recess who was kind of, like, Homely, and he was like a jungle kid. He looks like the jungle kid from Recess. Anyway, next, can we play the next audio submission for favor? Um, I think one of, hey, Bob and Monet. My name is Theron. I'm 29. Um, I think one of dates with this guy and his friend, we're going to call him Zeb, on Sunday, randomly messaged me asking if I was this person's friend and what am I up to? And then straight up just asked me to have a three way with him and another random person. How should I approach the situation? I am single by proxy, but I think it's kind of fucked up and shady that that person did that. How would you two respond? I'm so confused. It sounds I'm like so his confused. friend's friend asked him if he wanted to have a three-way. But who is the one that he was talking to? I don't think he's talking to any of them, is he? He was. He's talking to Zed. No, Zed is one of No, Theron's talking to Zed and Zed's friend Asked Darren, Ask to, be Darren to be in a three-way with him and, and uh, Craig. Okay, well, this is very obvious what's going on here. Do you want to go first? Yeah, so it sounds like, uh, okay, you're not dating Zed. You're not. I don't believe you you belong to people or that you have to 
I, I, that's that's just me, especially when you're not official. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think you have the right. I don't. Th- I think it is. Un- let me rephrase. I think it is unrealistic to expect someone to take themselves off the market before you make it official and oh, set those boundaries. One thousand percent. If you have not set those boundaries and said out loud, I would like to be. Um, I would like to be. Um, Self, not celibate, um, monogamous. Yeah. Um, then you cannot expect monogamy for someone, Agreed. especially if you are just fuck buddies or uh, romantic and smiling. And Theron, clearly, Zed has expressed to, to his other friend that you are you ain't shit to him. He's like, yeah, go go ask him, go fuck him. Be like, Zed has clearly made like if if, if maybe Theron's just really hot and this guy's like, fuck, I want to fuck him too. And Zed is like, go ahead. So this means Zed. I don't think Zed told on. I don't think Zed know. Yes, I don't Zed, think Zed. Does Zed know about the thing, Jacob? Do you think? No, I think that's. Right. Yeah, I don't think Zed knows that. Um, that the, that his friend is trying to fuck. But him. if Zed, if Zed and this person are friends, and then Zed and Theron are friends, Zed is the connected tissue. So obviously, whatever conversation Zed and this other person. No, I think this had, would be like if when you and Andy before you were official, if uh-huh. Andy's friend came along, but doesn't does not know you, and just like wow. Monet's hot. I want to fuck. Well, that, he's not checking with Andy. He's like, I want to fuck. But, so, but, but probably because Andy and that person are, are friends, they're, they're, they hang out. Like, so probably whatever Andy and this person are talking to, Andy has made it clear that me and him were not a thing. So, which made the person no, think I, it's I okay. Th- I think it's clear to everyone involved that that they're not a thing. They everyone knows that Zed and Theron are not a thing. Right. And it's just one of Andy's random friends, friends who yeah. wants to fuck you. Yeah. He's not checking in with Andy. He's just like, I want to fuck you and I have a friend who wants to run a three. And then that's how I'd be like, so Andy, so what the fuck are you telling to your friends? Why are you, why, why, it, maybe why? Maybe he just thinks you're sick. I don't think that it has the, it's not a, like, it's well, not, it's well, not well, a letter of recommendation. Well, he just wants to, he <laughs> just wants to fuck Aaron because he's hot. No, well, I need you to make it clear to your friends that we are. Uh, but you're not a thing. We're not a thing, but we, we, we're on the, we're on the path to thing back in the day. You think that's how that should work? No. <laughs> I was like, I'm trying to make the math ain't mathing. Math no, yeah, I, I think there is just hot. People want to fuck him, and if you want to have sex with those two guys, then go do it. Yeah. Like yeah. make it like make it happen. Now, but but they, Zed they could, is, Theron doesn't want to because he wants to be with Zed. He didn't say that. He said, I don't know what to do. He said he said I don't want to. Do one more time. Hey, I'm, my name is Theron. I'm 29. Um, I've been going on dates with this guy and his friend. We're gonna call him Zed. Oh, the friend is on Zed. Sunday randomly messaged me asking about this person's friend and what am I up to? And then straight up just asked me to have a three-way with him and another random person. How should I approach the situation? I am single by proxy, but I think it's kind of fucked up and shady that that person did that. How would you two respond? So it sounds like he, it, it sounds See, ambiguous. Yeah, because, okay, because the only way that he could have gotten Theron's number was through the other, was through the person. Or on Facebook or Instagram. They on could've, his they number? Could've, they could have followed, he could have, no, he said they he randomly DM'd texted they, him. He could have asked, I think that if you think it's fucked up, I mean. I don't think it's fucked up. I don't think it's fucked up. I don't think it's fucked up. But I do think that whatever Zed and, this, and, and the person that Theron is talking to, whatever they're... You, I think you keep thinking that, that this guy's trying yes, to get Zed because to the only him. way that he got Theron's number was... I'm guessing, because we don't have all the, yeah, all the information. You could have just asked him. You're making, these, you're making some bold assumptions. I, I think that... Well, okay. Well, we have... We, there's a lot of pieces to the puzzle. I, I know, so but we I'm, have just, to I'm just trying to not make assumptions. So what, what we know is that Zed ended up with Theron's number. We don't know. You're, you're implementing <laughs> this guy he's dating as some villain. <laughs> you keep being like, he must have told him. He must have gave. It must be something he said to him. Listen, that's that's what I'm deducing from the situation. <laughs> okay. So if that is the case, Theron, then I think you have to wonder like what like what your thing with this person is that makes other people think that it's okay that y'all aren't 
on the path to becoming something. Because, for example, if you and Jacob are, y'all weren't boyfriends yet, and y'all, I know y'all are all open and monogamous, whatever. I mean, um, open, poly, whatever. But if y'all want to pass to something, and then I know nothing about Jacob. No, you and Jacob are doing are doing your own thing, talking, ka-ka-ka-ka. And then I message Jacob to, but you're so different because you're poly and open. So it's it's a different thing. Like y'all are not a. a, a, a they're not situation. boyfriends. If someone, they're not. If someone's like, I don't think that people like. I just don't think it's weird. I don't think it's fucked up. I think if you don't want to have sex with this guy and another guy, then just say that. Yeah, but for I don't, sure. I don't think that. I agree. I don't think Zed is up to. I don't think Zed's up to anything weird. I don't think that Zed's friend, the guy that Theron's talking to, I don't think he's up to anything weird. I, I think so. that there's a maybe there's a possibility that if Zed knew you two were actually going to be a thing, he wouldn't do something. Maybe there's also a chance that. Zed and the guy aren't even that close. They probably just fucking know each other. Like they just probably. He, well, you're assuming. Yeah, I'm saying. That, I said probably. That's different. Yeah, they're probably like I don't even. Know, I, we're barely friends. I think that you should just be like, if you want to have this threesome, then just do it. He and doesn't want to. If you want to have, we don't. Yeah. He, he didn't make it super clear um, that he doesn't want to. But if you want to have threesome, then do it. And if you don't, then don't have sex with him. And if and you, make your intentions with this person clear. Like if you if that if, if this is upsetting you, then I think there is a conversation because you clearly want something more with this person. So then they have an open and honest conversation. Be like, hey, I really like you. Like, where do you see this going? So that you have, so you know exactly. That's what the fuck such is going a on. dramatic okay. TV moment where, like, after fucking someone on the bed and goes, "What are we doing?" Dramatic TV. <laughs> you know when someone goes, "What are we doing here?" What are we doing? <laughs> I, guess. TV? I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm Jacob's very not to talk. Yes, <laughs> I'm very honest with my. If I Jacob's <laughs> trying not to talk because he doesn't have a microphone, he refuses to record himself. Well, also, Jacob, Jacob says that we can also put subtitles what Jacob is saying. Dude. Except if it's, a, if it's like, a, if it's a paragraph, that's a lot. Anyway, I think I'm, I'm not, um, I'm not on the same thing about thinking it's dramatic. I feel like if you like someone, there's nothing wrong with being like, hey, I'm really, into, I'm really into you. I like going to the movies with you. I like hanging out. Like, I don't think there's anything weird with that because he. Theron feels some type of way to send us a fucking submission. So he fairly, he clearly feels something about this. So talk to this person you're talking to. I, I did, but I did, I did not say there's anything wrong with the communi- with the communication. But there, there is something TV dramatic about being like, what are we doing? <laughs> oh my god! What are we? That is that's funny and dramatic. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now, we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love 
to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings. But I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Can we play the next question, please? <laughs> I think that's funny and dramatic. Don't. <laughs> Don't do this. Don't do this. It's Brad. So this year I'm getting two big milestones. I am moving out and I'm going to start dating again after seven years. Please don't laugh. So my question is, what decor do y'all recommend to make the boys hot and heavy when they... Go back. Money's not paying attention. I can't even pay attention because this is so distracting. I told you not to do that. I told you not to do that. So Monet was, for some reason... Was there anything wrong? She was taking the cap off the Perrier, pouring the Perrier into the cap, and then drinking, and then drinking it from the cap. And I was like, "Don't do that!" And then the Perrier spilled all over the table, which we can't even hear this. Okay, please look at one more time. You are so messy. I'm messy. You're literally a mess. You're covered in Perrier. That's it. It's water. It's Brett. So this year I'm getting two big milestones. Mm -hmm. I am moving out and I'm going to start dating again after seven years. Please don't laugh. So my question is, what decor do y'all recommend to make the boys hot and heavy when they come over? Looking (laughs) at my Pinterest board right now, I seem like a 40-year-old virgin that has no life. So any help is appreciated. Ooh. You say when they come over. Do you mean like when they when they come to your home? Yeah, to his new to his place. He's moving out on his own. It looks, oh, like. with home decor. Yeah, like home not decor. his clothes. Yeah, yeah. I think. Listen, I think obviously like you go for trends. Neon is a big thing. Not a lot of people are into neon is a thing. Maybe get some. There's, there's a, a place called um, Elitis, something like that. Elitis.com that has really dope neon signs. I think make setting an ambiance <laughs> and a vibe. Like you don't want a lot of overhead lighting. If you're trying to be fucking a lot of people and you want because you clearly want to make the boys hot and bother, you don't want a, a whole bunch of overhead lighting shit. Now when you get into a relationship, have all the overhead lighting you want, right, babe? <laughs> so I think that you should have like nice ambient lighting, like a lamp, like in the living room, one in the kitchen, or you can put the lamps on with like some with, with some neon, and that can create a nice ambiance. You fuck trade in the living room. No, but I'm saying, but that's the first place they see when you come into. Well, I mean, depending on your setup, obviously, you have the drag lab is the first thing they see. No, you see my living room. My living room is the first thing you see in my home. You open the door and you're looking directly into. But just past the drag lab. Yeah, it's a. Do you have? It's a completely closed door. Do do you ever fuck people in your drag lab? No. Would you? You fuck people in your living room. You fuck people in your living room. Yeah, I wasn't. I was just asking. You fuck people in your living room sometimes. Yeah. Work. You just don't want to. You just want to go to the bedroom. Why? Why the living room? Um, I like the couch. The couch is comfortable. I used to have a really high bed. Like Work. my bed was like really, really high. Um, and it was kind of uncomfortable to hook up on sometimes, but Work. not always. And we used to have a really small bed. Work. We used to have a full size bed <clears throat> instead of a king. Now we have a king. And also now we need to put some pads on our bed because our bed just slides around. So you just be fucking just sliding all over. Like not fucking. You can sit on the bed. And the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> shoot across the room. Yeah, I would say set up nice ambient lighting with some neon and like just not a lot of bright shit. Like that's that's too much. I'm going to keep it a buck with you. What? It almost doesn't matter. As long as you don't live in like a rat infested dump. Honestly, if if you're hot and the guy is attracted to you, he will probably more than likely still fuck. I mean, it is 
it is once someone is like horny, especially gay guys, yeah. in the mood, and they have traveled and they're in your home. Oh yeah, you would have to live in wreckage to get them to turn around and leave. Well, okay, I, I think we all know that, but he's trying to he's trying to go a step above that, Bob, because he wants to he wants to create a vibe and an ambiance. He wants to. So I think, and I don't I I don't think you should break your back trying to just do the like honestly whatever you feel comfortable with because they're gonna fuck like they're gonna fuck. <laughs> Like, you know you fucked in some horrible condition. I have fucked I on- have never had sex outside of my, before. I, I, Andy was the first one I ever had sex with. I never had sex with We'll just else. listen to old episodes of the podcast. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I think that you should, you know, I don't think it is wise to uh, make your home, uh, like, gear your home toward trying to get people to be attracted to you or- That's what he wants. I don't, I, again, I'm going to reiterate, I don't think it's wise- I think you should gear toward your comfort, toward the things you like, toward things that make you smile, things that make you happy in your home. And usually, guys gonna come over because he's attracted to you, uh, unless uh, guys are coming over because you live in a like a massive mansion or a huge penthouse, and that's that's part of what turns them on. So your house, as long as they're into you, your house can look like probably almost anything. Now I also wonder he didn't mean by the chance to court his clothes. No, he said his home, he's moving out. When he yeah, got, I'm because he, he also had like a 40 year old version. Well, he also said he's moving out. He hasn't dated anyone for seven years. Out of his parents' house, I think. Got it. And I think he said he said like a forty year old virgin. Like, what in his home was like a forty? Is it his? Because when I think forty year old, I think of the clothes you're wearing. I think he may, maybe the way he decorates is old. Like he decorates like an old bitch. But how does Steve Carell decorate his home? Forty year old. I mean, it's kind of just oldish. Oh, was it? Yeah, I, I haven't seen it in so long. Though. Yeah, it's not. You yeah, know, it's good. Um, yeah, so that, that was my idea. That was my idea. Some ambient lighting, some neon, and don't have bright overhead lighting. That's and I think go for comfort, what makes you happy, things that make you smile, and they'll fuck anyway because they're horny and they travel to your house. Work. All right, I'm going to read the first one because I graduated sua cum laude. Okay. <clears throat> Hi, Bob and Monet. In a, I'm a recent... <laughs> fucking up the first one. Sua cum laude at an art school. <laughs> Anyway, at least I finished. Um, I'm a recent graduate from acting school, and I'm finally out in the world going out in the world and doing auditions. Any tips on how to make the best audition tape? When do you know that it's ready to send? Sincerely, future Oscar winner. Baby, let me tell you something. These motherfuckers get so many tapes, and I mean, like you you audition for stuff all the time. I audition for stuff. Like there's unless you, I don't know what rings true. Like I, you, how many things have you auditioned for? A lot. I audition for a lot of things. And it's really interesting when you audition for stuff because especially in the world of like black queer people, um, people who are like queer coded in their blackness, drag queens specifically, especially drag queens, we are all auditioning for the same stuff. The same thing. And then we all see the other person cast in the thing that we were auditioning Uh for. That happens all, all the, the time. time. Um, yeah. And I know girls have seen me casting things they auditioned for. I've seen girls casting. I, I oh, auditioned sure. I auditioned for that movie that Simone's in. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't know if it was for the role Simone has, but that, yeah. that uh, Billy Eichner movie, I auditioned for that. That and, fucking thing that that, that uh, 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 Shanzel did on Fahrenheit, whatever, with Sherry Vine, I auditioned for that. And I was like, mm-hmm. work. It was like a year ago. Fahrenheit 41, a Station 19, some fire show. Fahrenheit 41 is a... It a it's like Station books. Station Ladder 49. Some some oh. spinoff off of Grey's Anatomy. And it was um, Shangela 
Sherry Vine is somebody else. Anyway, I did, so many things I've seen. That yeah. fucking thing that Eureka ended up doing for American Horror Story, American I auditioned Horror for Story? that. I know lots of girls who auditioned for Tales of the City. Tales of the City, I, yeah. I auditioned for that as well. Yeah. And they asked me, and I was like, you can give it to Bob because he's just one and it's like, it's like. Oh, that's so kind. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I love yeah, you. That's nice of you. So, yeah, so um, in, t- in terms of standing out, I think doing, your, doing the best you can do, obviously trying to be off book as possible. There ain't nothing like looking at an audition tape and you can see the bitch reading this. Well, sometimes they be asking you to learn a lot. They be like, sure. hey, hey, and if you have the time to learn, it, then yes, go, but try go your ahead. best to memorize because I think that's the yeah. way to stand out. Familiarize yourself with the script. Yeah. Get someone to read with you in the room if possible. Yeah, get someone to read with you in the room. Go over it a couple of times and make sure that you're happy with it. Yeah, and something I learned a long time ago. This when I was actually auditioning kids and casting them and stuff. This is something that helped me in my life. If you do not get a role, it does not mean you're not good enough. It does not mean you're not good enough. It does not mean you're not good enough. It just means that, that you're a shitty actor. It just means that maybe there was someone who was better for this particular role. Oh, yeah, for sure. For example, if Meryl Streep was auditioning and did not get cast as Kunta Kinte, it just means that maybe you took LeVar it. Barton. You took it the extra. You I'm, took I'm it. Trying to, I'm trying to make a point. I'm trying to make a point. <laughs> it means that maybe LeVar Barton. What's his name? LeVar Burton. LeVar Burton was just better suited for the role. I mean, there was talk about having Julia Roberts play Harry Tubman. That's not even a joke. Is that true? There was actual talk in the 90s. It, it didn't go very far, but there were talks like, let's have Harry, uh, Harry Tubman, Julia Roberts and Harry Tubman. Imagine Julia Roberts. She would regret that for the rest of her life. Yeah. So I mean, I'm sure someone must have been, had their thinking hat on and said, this is she's not right for the role. Yeah. It, it does not mean that Julia Roberts is not a good actor. She's a great actor. She's not Harry Tubman. Speaking of uh, hats in the right role, you have not asked about my hat yet. And I want to I tell everyone about it. Because I've heard it 49 but times. But they haven't heard it yet. <clears throat> oh, my God. Bob. Yeah, what's up? This is a very cute hat. Thank you. Where'd you get it from? So this was a birthday gift that Jacob got for me uh, back in June. Is your boyfriend? Yeah, my boyfriend Work. Jacob. Yeah. And and this was actually owned and worn by Carol Channing. The Carol Channing. The Carol Channing. Carol Channing. And uh, Jacob and her estate sale. What else was there? They were selling her Golden Globes, some Tonys, her dress from Hello Dolly. How much was a Tony? I think a Tony was $20,000. $20,000? I think. That's crazy. You know how much it costs to to win one? It's like $500. No, I mean to buy one. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But putting on a show, that's a lot of money. Anyway, all right. Next one. Um, Dear Bob and Monet, I am a 22-year-old gay man. My 23-year-old gay male best friend's dad, who's 53, just came out of the closet. When I was visiting, He's uh, he was kind of flirting with me. I'm Ooh. into it, and I see him on Grinder. Can I hit it, or should I ask my friend first? What if he says no? Sincerely, lucky for you, I got all these daddy issues. Oh, look at you, dummy. Um, I say, bitch, go for it. Go for it. Go for it, Mary. Do it. You know, I'm going to say out loud right now, that um listen daddy issues if your friend's dad wants to fuck you you are both consenting adults yeah. is daddy in the so daddy came he's he, he came out he's out came out of, he just came out of the closet yeah and also a lot of times for people who are older and are coming out of the closet they're like making up for a lot of lost oh, time for sure you know what i mean and i imagine that if you're 53 and coming out then you kind of lost your chance when you were younger right to be hooking up with like twenty three year olds and stuff. It's not thirty years younger. Work. Um, I think I don't think you. I do not think you need your friend's permission to fuck his dad. You better suck them wrinkly balls, bitch. I do not. I mean, are there smooth balls? People actually do get injections in their balls. Make them. Smooth. Oh, I know. Who? What do you mean you know? I know. Do you have the injections? We, we know someone. We'll talk about it off. We'll talk about it later. We'll talk about it later. Go. <laughs> we'll talk about it later. Um. 
Anyway, you do. Uh, this is a very short. You do not need your friend's permission to fuck his dad. Yeah. I mean, there is a small chance that this could affect your friendship. Oh, small. With your friend. I think it's a big chance. If if I fucked your mom. <laughs> <laughs> if you fucked my mom. I would be fucking irate. I would be so, at who? I would be both of y'all. I would not do this podcast anymore, bitch. We're done. You don't want me and your mom to find love with each other. <laughs> that is crazy. I mean, nine times out of ten, your friend is going to be upset about this. I mean, yes, I think his friend is going to be upset about this for sure, for sure. It's not it's not just a some old friend. His best friend. That means that y'all are tell each other everything. No, I would be so pissed. Monet if you and fuck Frank, him. yes or no? Monet and Frank? You, okay. you could fuck my dad if you want to. <laughs> if I fuck your dad, will you <laughs> fuck my dad? I don't give a damn. I don't give a now, damn. What if, now, what if me and Martha had some, uh, had some sexual proclivities? If you guys find love with each other, <laughs> who, who am I to say no to your love? You're an insane person. You're not, you're not, a, you're not well. You're not a normal person. I'm just not here trying to limit my mom's love. Okay, well, I that's my opinion. I say go ahead and fuck them, but know that this is probably going to be bad for your best friendship. And you may not be best friends after this. You may not even be friends after this. So go and know that. And is sucking the nut out this 53-year-old man's dick worth it? That's up to you to decide. Probably. Maybe. They could, this could be the love of his life. It might be. But you're going to lose your best friend in the process. So but know that. Gang. A husband, <laughs> and then you, and then you'll be your friend's stepdad, <laughs> and then your friend will be like, "Hey, son, I want to talk to you about the birds and the bees. I want to talk to you about the birds and the birds. I'll talk to you about the bees and the bees, honey. The bees needs. All right, here we go. Dear Bob and Monet, I lost my virginity to a guy I didn't even know, and now I feel ashamed. What would be your advice to people who lost their virginity in such a way and now feel ashamed? Is virginity real or not? Sincerely, Madonna." So, you know, virginity is a social construct. It is. Um, so in an essence, in a social sense, yes, virginity is real. Yeah. Um, and I know, I don't know what your anatomy is. What kind of? Uh, okay, but the yeah. idea, the notion of a hymen being intact, it is possible to have sex for years and years and, and years still have, and yeah. still have your hymen be completely intact. It is possible for your hymen to not be intact and you've never had sex a day in your life. So, um, but I also don't know if you're, I don't know what your anatomy is. Um, but I will say this: uh, the 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 social notion of a of virginity is a real social construct. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that if you had fun, and you were you and the person were both consenting, and you enjoyed yourself, I don't think you need to feel shame. I think starting off your sexual proclivities and your sexual journey with shame could bring a lot of um, trauma down the line. Yeah. You know what I mean? It could really affect your ability to to have a whole phase later in life. Mm-hmm. So I, I say, do the feel free to do the work on yourself to not feel shame about having sex with a stranger. Because I have had sex with a lot of strangers, <laughs> um, and I don't feel bad about it. It wasn't. It was that's not. That wasn't my first. But you know. Yeah, I I, I agree, with Bob. I, I'm I starting your sexual awakening. Um, your sexual liberation, your sexual desires, your proclivities, whatever, and shame is a bad way to start. And again, I agree. If you if you guys are both consenting, you guys had a good time, whether you knew you know him or not, just girl, just know a dick is a dick or a pussy's a pussy or whatever it is you had sex with is many people on this earth have it and there's nothing to feel ashamed about if you enjoyed yourself you had fun and just think about um you know if and but again i think maybe that's discovering what you like like you're discovering what speaks to you sexually and maybe having sex with strangers is not something that you 
like. That is a thing that you're not into. So you're learning that about yourself. So you know, going forward, if you want to have a good time and feel good afterwards, you have to have sex with people that you know. So that's good to find out about yourself. Plus, fun fact, Madonna, let me tell you right now, most people, I, 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 feel, I feel confident saying this, most people no longer talk to the person they had sex with the first time. Most of us. So yeah. there, I mean, if you think of it in that context, the idea of a stranger, that is also a social construct. And I mean, everything is a social construct. Yeah, not not everything. Everything is either a social or physical construct. Okay, yes. Sure. Yeah. But everything's not everything is not a, I want to be clear. Everything is not a social construct. Or a physical. But it's either one of the two. Um, there's there's probably more, and I and maybe if I had time to think about it, I could probably give you more. But everything that's social construct. Anyway, I'm saying even the idea of a, of a stranger, a lover, those are all social constructs. So it's really no different for you to no longer talk to the person than it is for me to no longer talk to the to Keisha. Me and Keisha don't talk no more. Are you first sexual was a woman? Yeah. Work. Okay. Well, yeah. Work. I mean, we were teenagers, so were, were, were we adults? I was a boy, she was a girl, and now she's a woman. Work. Were we 18 yet? Yeah. Oh, yeah, did you have sex before 18? Yeah. Work. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I wasn't busting in, um, while, <laughs> while watching Nick Jr. like you were. <laughs> Imagine an app designed to make you use it less. Seems counterproductive, right? Well, Apartments.com's instant alert feature works exactly that way. Instead of scanning rental listings a million times a day, simply set and forget your search to whatever you're looking for in the place and let Apartments.com do the rest. From pet-friendly apartments to balconies to in-unit ACs, Apartments.com's powerful search tool lets you know when the perfect combination of features you're seeking is listed. So now you don't have to power through rental descriptions one by one. With more rental listings than anywhere else, Apartments.com's instant alert means you can spend less time online looking for the perfect place and more time to do you. Apartments.com, the place to find a place. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Our next partner has truly made a positive impact on the most important person in my life. And no, I'm not talking about Jacob. I'm talking about my cat. My cat's old food used to stink, stank, stunk, y'all, okay? And I used to dread every time I had to feed Miss Colleen. That old cat food was warming. It was great. It was looking crazy. And I could see Colleen literally vomiting telepathically at the thought of having to eat it. And cat food has been the same forever, so it's time cat food took the move to the 21st century, and that's why I've been trying Smalls. Are you feeding your cat kibble? Now is the time to update your cat food with Smalls. Smalls cat food is protein-packed recipes made with preservative-free ingredients you'd find in your fridge, and it's delivered right to your door. Smalls was started now, back- I was watching my poor niece eat literal hard uh, kernels of dry cereal while Monet and Andy were ever eating gourmet food. And that's actually when I stepped in and I said, we need to make sure that she's eating as well as you two are, okay? Smalls was started back in 2017 by a couple of guys home cooking cat food in small batches for their friends. And a few short years later, they served millions of meals to cats around the world, honey. And I feel better knowing that Colleen is eating well. 
and um, that she has an aunt like me who looks out for her to make sure she's not eating that old burnt up kibble. You can finally open up a packet of cat food and not get nauseated. You actually recognize the ingredients in the packet of Smalls Food. Now give your cat the gift of great cat food this holiday season. Head to smalls.com slash rivalry and use code rivalry to check out for 50% off your first order plus free shipping. That's the best offer you'll find, but you have to use the code rivalry for 50% off your first order. One last time, that's promo code rivalry for 50% off your first order plus free shipping. Dear Bob and Monet, what is the best way to tell someone you are attracted to a certain feature or a specific part of them without it sounding like you are fetishizing Ooh. them? Sincerely, Lost in Translation. What is the best way to tell someone you are attracted to a certain feature or a specific part of them without it sounding like you are fetishizing them? That's tricky. Especially in this day and age, that is a very tricky territory. I think fetishizing is a buzzword that's being... You want to go first? Actually, I went first last time. Um, what is the best way to tell someone you are attracted to a certain feature or a specific part of them without it sounding like you are fetishizing them? I don't know because I... In this day and age, I think it's very tricky. Like when I um, talk to people, even even not even sexually. I guess you're not saying sexually. Just um, this may be platonically, whatever it is. This sounds like. I mean, the, the I mean, word fetish has a sexual connotation to it. You think? Yes. Yeah, I, I guess it does. Um, well, I don't know. It's tricky. I because I, I struggle with this sometimes too. Like if, if I tell, if like we know, I've said this podcast many times. I love tall guys and stuff, and Bob would make fun when they white fetishizing tall guys, whatever, make fun. Of, and I'm not. I'm just that's what that's what I. You ha, I mean you were you were playing around and being Bob about it. You weren't being like dead serious. I don't think. Why why why, why, why like Bob acting like that is not something that, that you would do. You know that is. I feel like what's something I would do is more wait for you to say another time that you. They, they don't have to be tall and then be like, which one is it? Yes, I'm saying. That so, that sounds more like right. It. Is it tall? Or is, it, is it tall or not tall? You remember like like Monet loving big dicks and Monet not eating big dicks. Monet, <laughs> oh it has to, it has to be a third leg, <laughs> and then like it could be a pinky. Legs. Anyway, so I struggle with this too, and I think that uh, most often for me, I know that I'm not coming from that place, and if someone does feel that way, they normally express that to me, and I'm like, okay, no, that's not what I meant, and I'm very clear, and we clear the air. But I think it is hard to do so in this day and age because there's so many things that you're looking at and. I'm Mentally, I'm always doing mental gymnastics to make sure that I'm not um, finishing someone by their race, uh, uh, their height, their this, but they're just things that I'm into. And that's just, it's it's hard to navigate. I think that maybe we could um, destigmatize the word fetishization. Um, if the, if the, if the fetish, fetishizing something isn't necessarily bad. Having a fetish is not a bad thing. Yeah, it's necessarily. not. We know that. I think that if you and the person are in some sort of a consensual thing about this fetishization, if you and the, if, if it's a person like let's say it's someone you're already hooking up with, but you don't want to tell them, I love your your huge feet. I love your big ass feet. They're so they're hot. But maybe they're into that. Maybe they'll be like, oh, you can massage my feet. We are both benefiting. Uh, we both have a mutual benefit from this fetishization of my feet. If they are not interested in that, I would say then immediately back off and be like, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't realize that you weren't into people being into your feet. So I don't think that um I don't think that necessarily having a fetish is a bad thing or fetishizing something or a body type or something is necessarily a bad thing, is especially it's if, racially is when it gets tricky and hairy. Well, if the if if the two people are, are consenting to it, I don't think that's bad either. But I think this person is saying like No, a part of your body. 
a specific part of them or a feature or a part of them. So I we mean, don't know. We don't know what their fetish is. We, we don't know what it is. Right. I mean, let me just say a certain. Fe- I mean, features obviously can be anything, but I mean, she's right. She didn't say racially. Okay. Or a specific part of them. We don't. True, know. True, yeah. True. It could be anything. True. true. It could be because they're short. It could be because they're who knows. Yeah. Um. And if you and if you and that person are both into uh race sexual fetishization, if you're both consenting, there's no problem with that. There's as long as you're both consenting. Consent, 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 and enthusiastic yes. Are you both into it? And but, are they into experimenting, maybe? Well, if, if you're talking to someone on an app, then this part of that, half of that consent is not there. Like, the first message you send, I, I guess maybe that, if you're talking to someone, if you're engaging with someone on an, on an app, maybe first, before you start expressing the parts of them that you are into, that you're hot about, that you're fetishizing, maybe... But then sometimes that well, takes the, idea, the sexiness of uh, the idea from that of consent away. is asking for it. So I don't think that it is. I don't think you need consent to ask for consent. I okay. If I hit you up and I'm like, oh my god, Bob, I love, I love your, I love your sexy chocolate black skin. I'm fetishizing. Yeah, your and, chocolate and skin. I have the opportunity to just not engage with that. But I think, or get mad but about I think it. this person is trying to avoid that from the onset, and I think that is first starting a conversation so that so the both parties feel comfortable. It could work to have a conversation. I don't like to have a lot of conversations on Grindr. I don't either. But this if, if, if someone wrong. if someone loves that I'm tall, if someone writes me and goes, "I love tall guys," that does not bother me. I'm not bothered at all. If someone, if someone hits up you and says, "I love big asses." Would that I mean, turn you off immediately? Yes. Be honest, Monet. Right. Give I, I, this person. I, I, I'm kidding. I'm give lost in translation so advice. Would that turn you off immediately? I wouldn't. Yeah. So, and, I mean, obviously, I think that there are certain things that you need to be more sensitive about when it comes to race, when it comes to someone who may be differently abled. If you have some sort of a fetishization for like little people, there might be a little person who is into, into that. Who, yeah. Who's into you, but there might be someone who's like, I'm sick of being fetishized for being a little person. But since I don't, don't know like that. that. And since that we've all seen those best of grinder clips of someone saying, hey, hey, oh my God, I love. I love your tiny nose, whatever. And someone posting to be like, can you believe these fucking people? We've all seen those clips. But I think that engaging in it on Grindr through a message is a form of like, I mean, is it consent to be like, I, because th- th- that's where it gets like tricky. Like, I know, like, 2022, are, are bro. You say, like, are you saying like, I think that if someone sets a boundary, then to respect it. Yeah, for immediately. sure. Immediately. Yeah, but sometimes with, you don't know that going in. But then again, I don't. Again, I don't think you need to ask. You don't need to ask for consent to ask for consent. Agreed. But yeah. I, th- I think this person is trying to avoid being. Well, angry. if they told us what the hell they were looking for, right. we'd be able to help you out a little bit more. So basically, what I'm saying is, if it's race or about someone being differently abled or about, uh, I don't know what else people are. Or, there's lots of things that people are sensitive also, about. Yeah, um, then maybe you should tread lightly, and then maybe dabble in after after you've already established some sort of a sexual connection. Yeah. And also, maybe that's important: establishing a sexual connection and there we then go. get it. Yeah, we like oh, that. Then yeah, start light. Before you talk about talking about my chocolate skin, talk about you like the fact that I have two eyeballs. When then people, then you, but that's all. That's all. The, you're gonna get on Instagram now. Everyone be sliding in. My name, you're two eyeballs. You're two eyeballs. And I'm gonna just shitting on everyone with one. I know. Now I'm now I'm the villain because wow. I hate people with one eyeball. Now here wow. we go. Do the when they think you get one eyeball, you're not. Sexy. How many? How many? How much time we have left, Jacob? Do you have somewhere to be? No, bitch. We we don't want an hour and a half episode. We're trying to keep you. I'm I'm worried about the podcast. You just you just talk talk talking. Where are you going? Oh my god. Do the, read the next Yo, question. We, there's a white party tonight. Monet trying to Monet trying oh to cut god. y'all short. You so she can go do cocaine. You do cocaine. <laughs> You're the cocaine queen. We've already established that on this podcast. Sniffles McGee. Oh, that's not snow outside, honey. <laughs> I dropped my bag. <laughs> Dear Monet and Bob, they didn't write that. 
Yes, they did. Barrow Bob Monet and Jacob switched it around so you feel no, good he about did yourself. Not. Boy, please, read the question. Dear Boy Bob, what's your best advice on dating slash talking to Girl. DL? I don't even want to finish this. <laughs> I will finish it, but I'm upfront saying do, DL guys, especially if you're black, Girl. are the lowest fucking common denominator in the black Toxic community. As fuck. Do not speak to them. Do not talk to them. <laughs> do not give them. The, I will. I will finish reading, but I'm going to say all with off the bat. Don't even look in their fucking direction. They are the people who are hurting black queer people the most. They are the number one uh, perpetrators in killing black trans women. Do not, do not, do not give DL men your fucking attention. With that being said, I've been talking to someone for about a year and a half and I'm stuck. Girl. (laughs) The feeling (laughs) of being in the dark isn't fun, but I know it's his story and no one can write it but him. He I know there's not a timeline on him coming out. He will never. But I think if we've invested a year and a half together, something should be done. Love you both. Come to Denver soon. We're very close. We're literally never. Four hours away. Uh, Under the radar. Let me tell you right now. Go watch the Salem episode of We're Here. Watch Akilah's story. Her boyfriend, Derek, is a former DL guy. He was talking about how that life was nothing but bondage. And then another person on that same episode I forget his name. Shangela's drag son in this episode was almost murdered. Do you hear what I'm telling you? Almost murdered. Because he was within a DL relationship with the guy for, I think, three or four years. Ten years, Ten years with this guy. And then he was like, what's our next step? And then the guy came to his house and fucking tried to kill him. Threw his arm up, shot through his arm. This is the only thing that saved his life. Do not give this guy any of your time. If they yeah. are not willing to love you out in public in front Bitch. of people, then they do not deserve and I am very passionate about this. Bitch, I lived this life for so long and I'm telling Drop you, I agree. Them. Do do not do not waste your time. This person will never come out the closet. It will never be a thing. Nothing you do, nothing you say, and no matter how much time they ask you for, is never gonna happen. It is you are literally wasting years, maybe decades of your life on this person that will never ever love you openly and fully, period. Do not waste your time. Walk away, drop them. It is not worth it. Be done. Be yeah. done, bitch. You, and I know that there are so many emotions and feelings wrapped up in it. You obviously you spent a year and a half with this person and you invested a lot of love and a lot of care and building something with this person that will never, ever, ever materialize. So just drop it. Be done. Yeah, you spent a year and a half probably in hotels and bedrooms bitch. and not existing outside of that. Bitch. Y'all, y'all, why you can't go to this thing? Why you can't do that? Because this person is in the closet. Your relationship has been in quarantine, honey. <laughs> and it is time to treat the symptoms and get rid of them. Do yeah. not. Drop them. Drop, drop them. Wait, uh, drop that motherfucker like a fucking hot potato. Hey, Bob. <clears throat> hey, Monet and Bob. <clears throat> I'm struggling with my self-control as of right now. My good sis, Anna, is trying to steal my man. We have been friends for about a year now, and I thought we were better than this. We're 15, and I have still... <laughs> By her. I'm not laughing. I'm not laughing. I'm laughing. I'm not laughing. We're 15 and I'm stuck by her thick and thin. And this is what I. I this is how I'm repaid. This is how. What I'm repaid with. What I'm repaid with. Not going to happen. I don't know what to do right now. It's either she keeps it cute on my time or I snatch that all up. Sincerely about to fight a bitch. What grade this, is 15? 15. That is 10th 10, 10th grade. Girl, yeah. girl, this is some euphoria shit. This is y- euphoria, euphoria high. Y'all go to euphoria, euphoria high. high school, you girl. bitch about to fight a bitch. Tell, say hey to Rue. Oh my god, <laughs> girl, you are too young for this. But again, and, and you know, I'm not. I can't trivialize their experience. This is this is this is um, Anna and about about to fight a bitch. You can't trivialize their struggle. Like this is real for them. And I think what I'm saying to you. 
fighting. Wait, so Anna is her best friend? No, she's just her good sis. Good sis could be best friends or besties for oh, oh friends for about a year now. Bitch, y'all have been friends for a year. That is not enough to be good friends. I will say this. Zoom out. About to fight a bitch. Do not zoom, fight her. Zoom out. You fighting her can have some very serious yes. implications on your life. The rest of your life. I don't know where you where you live, but when, where I went to school, if you fought at 15, you now have a jail record. You now have a criminal record. Yeah. I got arrested for getting into a fight at school. Yeah. Like arrested, arrested. Like full on arrested. At least you never fought in school. I, did, I didn't fight in school. I fought after school at, my, at home in my neighborhood. And then I got arrested when I got to school the next day. I've never heard this. We'll, I'll tell us. We'll, we'll do a quick little uh, uh, Patreon yeah, exclusive after about this. this. So, and also, whether you're 15, whether you're 30, or whether you're 40, if your partner wants to be with your friend, do not try to stop them. You can't stop Let that. them go. Let them go. Become one with the wind and sky. Yeah. You will save yourself some grief. Yourself some anger, yourself some uh, trauma down the road. But you don't ever try, in my opinion, try to force someone to be with you. Yeah, it's not if, worth it. If, if, there's a, if there's a chance that Anna can steal your man, then bitch, let her have him. And also, you don't own people. He's not, I mean, yes, he's your boyfriend, but like, if, like to Bob's point, like if he's going to cheat on you with Anna, it's going to happen. Also, but you're in college. You're 15. I'm assuming he's close to or maybe a year or two older than you or younger, whatever it is. Like you are not, when you graduate, chances are you will not even know this motherfucker. Yeah. You will not know, y'all will, this relationship will cease to exist. So do not ruin your, your, your future for this motherfucker who you will not care about in two, two three, four years. Like it's it's it, it's a wash. Do not fight him. And also, if you do happen to fight, don't do it on school property. Like, well, like your situation. But you, but honestly, don't don't fight in general. I I I cannot tell you how much trouble I had as a teenager in Georgia because I got into a fight. I thought because we were fighting at school, it made it better. I still got arrested. Had to do community service. Had a criminal record. Like fighting is really. I will not fight with you unless you attack me during a drag show. I did show not know you ever had a fight. Yes, his name was. I told you. I've told you his name was Jimmy Carter, the prince. I did not fight the president Jimmy Carter, but his name was Jimmy Carter. I'm gagging. I didn't. I maybe I'm just. Oh my the god, peanut I'm farmer. <laughs> Dear Bob, on that. I'm an 18 year old gay guy. I just moved to New York City from the middle of nowhere. What's the best place to find a sugar daddy in the city? Sincerely, designer taste. townhouse, the piano bar, townhouse. Yeah, the town, townhouse. But you might not be able to get a townhouse. 18. Uh, I mean, go get a fake ID. It's New York City. You can get a fake ID anywhere in New York City. I'm gonna tell you right now, the best place to find a sugar daddy is on the internet. Sure, they did, but no, so, no. If you want to find like a an older New York City sugar daddy, that's that. If you if you follow um, New York sugar daddy TikTok, you follow New York sugar daddy. TikTok, older gay New York City sugar daddies, they are hard to find online. You have to go to they are like three are they? bars. Yeah, go to Townhouse. You have to go to Hanger and somewhere else. They said I don't remember the other one, but Townhouse is the one I know. Townhouse is an old piano bar on the East Side Midtown area, and just look it up online. And that's normally where they hang out because I mean, obviously, like to Bob's point, yes, internet has changed things. But if you want to do it, do it the old fashioned way, it's seeing them in person. They see you in person because people be catfishing a lot online, and older dudes ain't trying to be on. If you're a sugar daddy, chances are you ain't spending your days on the internet. That doing your shit. You're I, like, don't think I don't think what you're saying is necessarily true. I think that if you are a sugar daddy, if you, if part of your fetish is being a financial sub or being um, or giving money to people, mm-hmm. then I think the internet is a perfect place to do that. For um, some. 
and, and I don't think that there's necessarily some notion that like that you don't want. I, I don't. I I still think the internet is the best place to do it, especially because you're 18. I'm not going to condone you sneaking into bars, Aquaria, Aja. Um, but there are also lots of bars that you can go into. You don't have to be 18. There but are sugar daddies aren't there. Not maybe not. What's that piano bar that that there's a that not piano? There's a bar whiskey bar on 50. It's not a gay bar. It's just a regular bar. It's on 50. It's on six and like. 50 something um and a lot of like broadway producers and like musicians go to this bar broadway actors go there mm. um and you know i will say sugar eggs are hard to find because they're so rare yeah and baby you're gonna have some stiff competition there are gonna be some fucking hot fucking pieces of ass trying to grab these you're sugar 18, daddies. Baby, you're 18 and young. You have you have everything going for you. You were 18. There's also going to be some 18, 19, 20 year olds who are going to be fucking you know, I don't know how you look, but baby if you're going to, if you're trying to be a sugar baby a lot, I feel like a lot of that is like self-care maintenance. Yeah. yeah. And and also finding like, cause, and it's not just about like pecs, skinny, whatever. Because there's some sugar daddies who just want a fucking little chubby, a chubby baby. Oh yeah, for sure. You know what I mean? There's, but yeah. the chubby baby, like whoever you are, the whole thing, I feel like a big part of it is like also making your sugar daddy feel like loved and wanted. And that's what they want. Sometimes they want, they, sometimes they don't want that. They want it's to feel true. abused. They want to feel taken advantage of. They so, want to feel sexy. Yeah. But find, whatever that means to them. Yeah. So find your sugar. I, I say go to piano bar or hangar. I'll, oh, not Jacob. Jacob left the show. <laughs> uh, I say go to townhouse or piano or uh, townhouse um, or a hangar and find you an old guy and or yes you, you you specifically want an old sugar daddy and that's where the old diggers be at. They be at townhouse listening to show tunes. This doesn't say old. It says what's place to find a sugar daddy. Oh, I'm an old eighteen year old old gay guy. Okay, sorry. Well, if you like olders, and um, I also you need to really get comfortable with the fact. The, the notion, the highly likely possibility that you will not find a sugar daddy. Oh, for sure. Like, that is that is the most likely outcome. You probably won't find a sugar daddy. Or full tea, hang out at a really expensive, um, just go to bars at really, really, really nice hotels. Because mm-hmm. that's where them niggas be at, too. If you want to find someone in real life, like fucking the St. Regis over there on Fifth Avenue, there are many old, like... Expensive ass fucking hotels in New York City. Hang out at the bar that you will see. Sometimes they may be what they may be straight, gay, whatever they are. Bye. You gonna see them and you gonna make a little eye, a little wink. Bitch, I just fucking figured your shit out for you. What? Bitch. What? Corvette, Corvette. Bitch. Corvette, Corvette. Take you take leave New York City. You're gonna you're gonna find them on vacation. You're gonna find them in P Town. You're gonna find them in True. Fire Island. You're gonna find them on a cruise ship. True. These guys. Have money. I'm going to repeat that. P-Town. Yeah. Palm Springs. Cruise ship. Fire Island. Especially Fire 18, Island. He can't, he can't afford to go around like that. Fire Island is probably You're going to have to. If you're trying to get a shirt, you have to invest. Oh, yeah. You have to invest. You're going mean. to have to buy that uh, $17 trick, ticket to Maspeth. You're going to have to get yourself a uh, $20 um, ferry ticket to get to the uh, the, the, the pines. Sleep, sleep on the beach. And, and find your sugar daddy. Shower in the pool. Yeah, so baby, you're going to have to invest. You're going to have to save a little coin so you can get to where the sugar daddy is at. Yeah. But, Fire Island. That's, that's a close one to start at. Fire Island. But these the cruise ships, you will find some sugar. Yeah, I would agree with that. And the best scenario for you is you get two sugar daddies who want one sugar baby. Like an old couple who wants a Ooh. young... And you got double the fucking shit. Yeah. Double the money to, they, to spice... And you could also possibly save their relationship. You could be you could be doing some... You could be doing the Lord's work, honey. Do you think you could have a, a sugar baby? <laughs> Um, the short answer is, <laughs> Jacob. <laughs> the short answer is no. 
The long, the long answer, answer is, is yes. I would rather be a sugar daddy than a sugar baby. I don't think I I don't have the capacity to be a sugar baby. But you would do. But you would be someone sugar daddy. I mean, not the short answer again is no. Like I would help someone like for 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 sexual favors. I don't think she cares necessarily about sexual favors. I'm, I'm, I'm specifically asking for you. Like, what would you want if you, if you're someone sugar daddy and you're doing this stuff? What what do you get? What are you getting from it? Oh, like we're like emotional. Like we're we feel like partner, like we're partner. Also, oh, is it'll be getting a third partner? We'll be getting like another partner. Yeah, I mean, or, like for like for example, I make more money than both than both my boyfriends. This mm-hmm. is not a secret. Um, but also, Jacob, I pay for most stuff in our in our in our relationship. But Jacob also does a lot of work. Jacob runs my entire social media, takes all of my photos, edits my um, edits all of my YouTube videos. Um, does, he does a, like a lot of that stuff, and that's so Jacob like, is a sugar baby. Maybe Jacob's a sugar daddy. <laughs> and I'm the one benefiting, honey. I haven't paid him a dollar, honey. <laughs> Is this our last one? Yeah. Where are you going? Oh, my God. Dear Bob and Vinay, I want to organize a proposal for my boyfriend. We're gay. <laughs> but I don't know what to do. Well, this, at least they're telling us now. Ooh, yeah. before, like, I know what? before we had no idea. What's the best, most extravagant drag proposal I can do for him? Help! He likes Disney, Ariana Grande, dogs, drag race, Marvel movies, and ballet. What should I do? Sincerely, head over heels. Can I go first? Please. Okay, first of all, narrow it down. Second of all, when you say most extravagant, how much money do you have? Right. Like, I'm dead ass. Like, if you have... I'm you right now. If you have the money, you can get... Almost any drag queen in the world oh, for sure. to be part of your proposal. Bitch, if you have enough money, I promise you, RuPaul. You, can, you can get RuPaul. Oh, absolutely. I promise if you. Got, you. If, you, if you got the fucking Ariana Grande money and you, you pay RuPaul, he gonna show up. If you don't have that much money, I would say go to a place like Screaming Queens, which is an agency that, that has a lot of uh, celebrity impersonating drag uh-huh. queens. Based in New York, but they do it all over the country, the world. Uh, who's the guy from Vegas? Frankie, what's, what's his name? Frankie. He used to run the, the celebrity impersonation show. I have no idea. Anyway, so, um, they can help you find like an Ariana Grande impersonator. Um, maybe you do a Disney theme. There's there are so many talented drag queens. Where I don't care where you live. There's like drag queens are really really creative. They they have all these like sewing. They, a lot of them, especially in New York City, they have a lot of performance experience, and they'd be more than happy. I just did a wedding. I didn't. They weren't. I, I wouldn't help them propose. I have helped people propose too before, by the way. Also, I'm here right now. If if y'all are just adorable and like just like so like we're in love. Bitch, a lot of places you go, you can just go to like a show. I've seen people that work the world get a meet and greet ticket and go propose there. And they they, yeah. they ask the the person organizing the meet, can, is there any chance you can get propose. Bob the drag queen on stage to yeah. uh, help me propose my boyfriend? And there have been times. There have been times when I was just like, I'm not into it. No, I have done that before. There have been times when I was like, oh, that sounds like a lot of fun. It's all based on how they act with us at the meet and greet. Because yeah. that time I'm doing it for free. I mean, I'm for my regular pay for the show. Yeah. But like, we'll bring them up and then like, we'll do something during the game or something. So it depends on the queens. I've, I've done it on stage at Work the World. I've done it at bars. Mm-hmm. So you're saying the most, I think if you have all that money, you should go for like a celebrity drag queen. Find out your partner's favorite, favorite celebrity drag queen. Um, get them to come to whatever town you are in, go to their job, um, maybe go to a drag show. The person comes out and they go, wait, wait, actually, I have. can I bring someone up on stage? There's so many fun things you can do. Maybe if you've never done drag, get yourself up in some unrecognizable drag, and then this person doesn't even recognize that you're the drag queen. They that would be extravagant, though, because you're going to bust it if it's your first time. Well, I would hire someone. Hire oh, yeah. someone, yeah. Yeah. 
I would I would say, listen, if you like Disney and Marvel movies, maybe you can set up some scenario where you can get um, two Disney male princes or, or, or uh, uh, male characters in Disney or Marvel, like fucking Captain America and fucking Hulk or Captain America and Iron Man, and set up some scenario where, where you think where they're going to propose to each other, like ones that look like you. It's something that could be really unique and fun and cute. I just thought of it. What? <laughs> what? It's coming to me. All right. Go to your local drag show, right? Talk to the queen. Ask them. You have to. You have to pair the whole number. You have to do all the groundwork if you're gonna save money. I want to do. Have the queen come out and do going to the chapel and where everyone be like, oh, this is kind of cute. And then what you have to do is you have to have the the queen up on there in like this wedding dress, and then the queen can be like, oh, you're cute. your boyfriend, right? And pull him up, and then she's like, oh, this is the guy I'm marrying. And then when she gets them up there, the, someone can come out, and then all of a sudden, the the drag queen leaves, and then you come out. Or maybe you can get him to turn around somehow, and the drag queen goes away, and then when he looks back, you're down on one knee, and you're actually the one proposing. That's cute. Make that sure, would be fierce. Make sure it's a good drag queen, though. Don't make me some busted bitch in your, like, you know, make it. Do like you have any good. recommended people who it shouldn't be? Any busted drag queens who shouldn't do it? Yeah, I mean, what's that bitch name? The one, um, that one season eight. Um, Kim Chi, she was robbed. Bob. She's the real winner. Kim, I get you said Kim Chi's the real winner of season eight. You said it <laughs> several times. So, the who's the winner? winner. I, I think you have options. I think making like two Disney princes, like flipping that into make how it could relate to you or two Marvel male characters. Or you also whatever. don't need to do everything Disney, Ernie Grande, Dogs, Drag Race, <laughs> Marvel Studios, Ballet. It doesn't need to be everything. Yeah, I think he's just giving us a lot of options yeah, yeah. that we can shoot. I would go with the drag, maybe some Disney, but I would I would I would stick with the drag and drag race. If you can get a drag race girl to do it, there are, there are over two hundred drag race girls just here in the United States of America. Yeah. So there, and 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 some and some of the girls are very affordable. Uh, <laughs> Bitch, we're here doing the same game. If you want to achieve one, we're here doing the same game for the same amount of money. So, what you talking about? No, 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 no. Check your pay stack, honey. <laughs> my, my, check your pay stub. My, my pay stack? Your, my pay stack. Your pay stub. My pay stack. Listen, yours is a little stub. <laughs> anyway, thank you for listening to this episode of Sibling Advisory. Monet. What? The, you got, you got RIP to headphone wearers. <laughs> thank you all. We'll see y'all next week. All right, bye. Send us a video of that wedding thing. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish 
or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. 